And sadly, guys, well, obviously you've seen that that has not been the case today, that is for sure. But sadly, for some churches, that is what it's like. It's a place where people turn up on a Sunday and they stand up, sit down, sing a few songs, and then tick that off their to-do list and they go home until next Sunday, church done for the week. But whether it's through an invitation to come to a service, much like you received today to come to this kindy service, um, or what it might be that you get some way involved in a church, um, what God is actually doing through that invitation is extending to, to you a better and bigger invitation. He's inviting you on a journey. And it's a lifelong journey where the destination is a celebration. As we heard in our story that the kids and Sarah told so well, we know that many years ago, there were three wise men. And they, as our kids told you, had a surprising, exciting, and happy experience, and even a bit scary, where they were invited to come and see a king. And what happened to the wise men is actually the perfect example of what God is inviting us into. It's, a, it's always fun at this service to do the competition with the kids. <laughs> um, so let's think about those wise men for a minute. We don't know who these wise men were. The Bible just tells us they were wise men from the East. Um, they weren't Jewish. We know that for sure. It's thought that they were likely from the Parthian Empire, which was centered in Persia, but stretched all the way from Syria to India at that time. And it's thought that they were part of the priestly Magos class of people, people who were astrologers, and they put a lot of time into reading the stars and predicting things from it. Scholars believe that it was through that practice that they came to hear this invitation from God to see the stars. Scholars say that there was a prophecy in their culture that when a certain star came in the sky, if they followed that star, that it would guide them to the birth of a divine ruler. Great excuse for a road trip, if you ask me. So, an invitation from a Christian God comes to them in the midst of a totally different culture and a totally different religion. Totally out of the blue. They didn't know this God, but they accepted the invitation anyway. Sometimes the best things in life come completely out of the blue. Like our two twins. Everyone always says, oh, does twins, do they run in the family? And I always say, no, they don't. This could happen to you as well to the horror of whoever I'm talking to. So what was this invitation to? Well, essentially, it's an invitation to a celebration, isn't it? You're invited to come and see the birth of a new king, a king who is God come to earth somehow. And we know that Jesus is also called Emmanuel, which means God with us, perfectly describing who this king would be. And as you, with usual celebrations, which I'm sure those of you who are parents will be very familiar with, there's a whole kind of ritual around celebration, isn't there? Who's had like a thousand birthday parties for their kids to attend this year? Yeah, I'm sure that you know the deal. As soon as you get that invitation, 
the anticipation starts, doesn't it? The excitement. Your kids start bugging the heck out of you. When are we going to buy the present? What are we going to get? Have we got this? What am I going to wear? What's going to go on at the party? I wonder who's going to be there. Endless talk and excitement about the celebration. And I think it would have been similar for the wise men. With something this epic in scope, they would have also been doing the same things. So what they did, they got the best presents that they could, gold, frankincense, and myrrh, although the coffee machine probably would have been a pretty good bet too. But they get those presents, and they leave their jobs, they leave their family, and they start out on this adventure, and they know at the end of it, there's going to be an amazing, life-changing celebration. They left with a stirring of excitement and hope for what they're going to end up seeing at the end of the journey. This hope sustained them through the obstacles in their way. As you saw, the tough and epic journey that the kids walked around here and, you know, through the deserts, that's got to be hard slog. Freezing cold in winter, boiling hot in summer. They really had to be eyes on the prize to get through it all. And on the way, I believe, it would have been like our children. They would have been sitting around their campfire at night going, what is this going to mean for us? Who is this king? What's it going to be like when we get there? And the all-important question that I'm sure you busy parents always think, have I got the time and place right, or am I going to end up and I've totally missed the party? They would have been thinking all of this stuff through, and it would have been what got them to the destination at the end. And once they finally met Jesus, we are told that they rejoiced and worshipped him. They returned to their homes, changed forevermore because of this experience. And this kind of image, I think, is so much better than that Mr. Bean clip that you saw earlier. Because... Because it's not just a thing we do on a Sunday. A relationship with God is a journey, and it's the Sunday mornings are just a refueling along the way. They're a time for us to recharge, get re-inspired, and to center ourselves on God and what we're doing for Him, sharing His love with those around us. When I accepted that invitation, also seemingly out of the blue when I was 19 at university, my life didn't stay the same, but neither did it change dramatically either at the same time. What happened was I started on a journey, and at the start of that journey, I was given what I was missing in my life, hope of something more amazing to come. And not only did I receive this faith and hope, but also a sense of purpose. I knew exactly what my life was for. The daily grind didn't seem so purposeless after all. I gained resilience and strength to deal with all of the mud, all of the sticky, dark, awful times, and the fact that I can see the end goal, a life with Jesus, an eternal celebration, helps me to get through those hard times. And most importantly, in the hard times, I'm never alone. The Bible tells us that God will never leave us or forsake us. It tells us that he has plans for you and for me, plans to prosper us and not to harm us. So I always know 
that Jesus is with me. And if you look around, you'll see my family here, people who are like family to me who are with me along the way, supporting me and cheering me on. And at the end of my life, when Jesus returns to make things right on earth, not only have I enjoyed the journey, but I take my place in a world filled with purpose and love, with no pain, no suffering, surrounded by eternal celebration and joy. The invitation that God gave to me is the same one that he gave to the wise men all those years ago. And it's the same invitation that he gives to each one of us today who hasn't already accepted it. Do you ever feel alone? Do you ever despair? Do you ever feel like you go to work, come home, you're exhausted? What's the point of it all? Well, accepting that invitation from God to follow Jesus means that you will never be alone again. You may be lonely, but you'll never truly feel alone. You will never be despairing. The hope and joy that you receive makes it so that that cannot be the case. And you will be assured of the purpose of it all, as you know that in the end, you will be with Jesus and you are doing his work. And the invitation is easy to accept. So this morning, if you feel strangely interested in what I'm saying, despite the difficulties that you might have hearing it, or if you're starting, you have a feeling of just, yeah, that's right, that's what I want to do. Be brave and come and see Chris and I after the service as we'd love to help you start on that journey with Jesus. But if you accepted that invitation many years ago, perhaps, I hope that this Christmas you can remember what it was like when you first accepted that invitation and you can really sit in that knowledge, the hope, the joy, the love and peace that God has given to you and you experience that afresh again this Christmas. Thank you.